episode of The Gab. Wee! I got the best audience out there. Give yourself a goddamn hand clap. Look, man. If the, uh, if the kids are watching, at least they learning, you feel me? I appreciate all y'all from the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners, bruh. Even though motherfuckers that talk shit, I got somebody on Reddit trying to clown me and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Bruh. Bruh ain't really funny, but it's cute. Little Timmy. Shout out to you, bruh. With your weak ass. <laughs> yeah. I think no, I like that shit. Go ahead, talk shit about me. That just opens up the floodgates of me talking about your ugly ass. Jesus Christ. But yeah, man, I appreciate my audience, man, from the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweener. For my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video art channel booming. But I do need to tell y'all to sub and share. Sub and share for your boy. It helps out the channel tremendously. Gorge. For my potters out there, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Apple Podcasts. Across all platforms. All you gotta do is type in either The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, and I pop right up. I appreciate all you motherfuckers that are out there getting the numbers up, man. Y'all the real MVPs. The rest of you cocksuckers Jesus talk shit or be on that lame shit and don't want to show your face, got a weak-ass Abby behind it. You know what? You know what you look like, nigga? You look like Forrest Whitaker armpits, nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Let me tell you one more thing Timmy said. He said I got them Seinfeld jokes. Which to me was an insult. Seinfeld, a legendary show. All people like it. Black, white, Asian, all motherfuckers like it. At least if you got a brain and you watch the show, you end up liking it. So thanks, little Timmy, for the trying to clown me and say I got Seinfeld jokes, but you basically said I'm legendary. Thanks. <laughs> I like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Look it. The garments is fire. It's 100% Egyptian cotton. And if it look good on me, it's going to look good on your ugly ass. All right? Woo! Fire! All right. Y'all know how this shit go. So let's just hop right into it. White harassment on black people. I know y'all like this nigga. What? The white harassment on black people? What? What do you mean? What, what is that? It's self-explanatory, goddammit. White people harassing black people. It's been happening since the beginning of time. It's been happening in the Bible, the Quran, when dinosaurs existed. Pretty sure white people was harassing black people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, goddamn. All this time, y'all just always harassing. Uh-huh. I know y'all like... <laughs> Alright, bro. What, what you mean, though? You know, you're gonna have to give examples, you feel me? Cool. You, you want examples? Alright, I'll give you a couple examples, you feel me? Alright, y'all know what happened last week? At United Airlines? Yeah. 
when that white co-worker, white worker, I said co-worker, worker at United Airlines was harassing the ex-NFL player, Brandon Langley, and then Brandon had to put them paws on that motherfucker, he whooped his ass all up and down the goddamn airport. He whooped his ass in the baggage claim. Turned that nigga into a suitcase. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be moving a lot more now because my knee is a lot better. I can move a lot better. Lately turned him into a damn suitcase. But you know what I didn't like about the story? I didn't like how they tried to spin it like Brandon was the one that slapped that white person first. No, no, no. The white United Airlines worker slapped Brandon first. It was clear as day. You could see it. If you had eyes, if you not like Ray Charles, you would have saw this shit. Hell, Ray Charles even saw the shit first. He saw it. Man. But yeah, slapped him. And a good little tussle. And then Brandon on a square up. And then try to assault him again. And Brandon was like, you see this? Now I got to put the paws on this motherfucker. Oh my God. He whooped the white privilege out that motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> whooped the white privilege out of him. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, another example. NBA player, Norman Powell. Had a crazy white woman in her ugly ass cowboy boots. What she was doing? Harassing. Harassing him. Harassing the black man. Come on, Karen Cowboy Bebop. What is wrong with you? Gonna talk to him about you ain't American. You not an American. He had to school her stupid ass. I was born, he told her, I'm born in America. Yeah, my, my ancestors wasn't. Because your ancestors brought our ancestors over on a raggedy-ass boat and landed on Plymouth Rock and the Mayflower and all that bullshit, them boats that they brought over. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And then she tried to say she was black. Oh, my God. I'm tired of these white folks using whatever they want to say to try to get out some shit. First you say the bull malarkey, and then you get caught up on it, and then you want to reverse of what you're trying to say. Reverse engineer it. Man. Stop with the cap, niggas. God damn. Yep, that's another example of white harassment on black people. Let me give you another one. Remember in 2010, when that white couple, that looked like Elmer Fudge and Bugs Bunny, yeah, and you had the BLM protesters, and they came out with their guns and stuff like that, harassing the BLM protesters. Yeah, white harassment on black people. God damn, y'all just love it. How about, let me give you another example. I'm going to give you an anecdotal example, and for you slow Motherfuckers out there that don't know what anecdotal mean, it means yourself within. Okay? So I'm gonna give you an anecdotal experience. White harassment 
on black people. I remember, this happened countless times. I remember one time, I went into Macy's, I'm going in there, I'm browsing, and I have this white lady. She was probably like 40 years old. I was 16. She was 40. Okay? She had the worst haircut ever. I think she had that bowl cut that I used to have when I was a little kid that my mom gave me one time. She put a bowl on her head and just start going out, going to work. That's what this white lady cut looked like. And she came over there and she started harassing me. Oh, first it was, um, what are you looking for? See, first red flag, she didn't ask that I need help. She asked, what am I looking for? Then she was like, mm, I don't know if it'll be over here. Mm-hmm. Then she started following me around the damn store. Asking me all types of questions. Who do you work for? Why does it matter, lady? What? Asking me who I work for. Uh. Then start asking me, well, do, are you, do you plan on buying something? Well, I did plan on buying something until your ass followed me a goddamn around everywhere. I'm not cheese. What? <laughs> I know y'all like, why you say cheese? Because white people love cheese, goddammit. It's a known fact. It's written in the damn Bible. What? Matthews 20 and 22. <laughs> white folks and cheese go hand in hand. Like black people and fried chicken. And if you don't like fried chicken, like the great Dave Chappelle said, something wrong with you, goddammit. Man, yeah, I could go on about white harassment on black people. And I know y'all probably like, why does this happen? Because they scared. Do we know why they scared? I have no clue why they scared. Because if you really think about it, most white people that be endangered by other people is through white people. White people do harmful things to other white people most of the time. Message. Then you have white people that do harmful things to black people. We should be scared of their ass. But we ain't. We never will be, and it never gonna happen. We should be questioning they ass. Where are you going? Why are you buying that? What you doing with that? Why, why, why? Shout out to that black dude that went up to that white, he probably was a goddamn pedophile, looking at the motherfucking elementary kids in his car. He went up to him, start asking them questions. Why are you in the neighborhood? Why are you over here? You feel me? That's what we need more of. You get handcuffs, brother. Cause we need to be questioning they ass, like they question us. Hell yeah! Kudos to you, bruh. Tired of this, man. You caring vigilantes. You Billy Bob Thornton looking motherfuckers wanna harass us and we minding our damn business. Leave us the f alone. Where I got my sources. The world, social media, the hill. The New York Post, 
complex. I could go on about white harassment on black people. I still be dealing with that shit. Jesus Christ. Y'all, y'all let me know in the comments below. Hell, even if you white, you probably deal with white harassment too. Y'all let me know down in the comments below. Have y'all dealt with white harassment? Are y'all tired of white harassment? Are you tired of people of the caucus mountains harassing about everyday things? If so, call 1-800-BLACK-ASS-WHOOP where we will motherfucking whoop they white ass for you. It be black people whooping they white ass. Once again, 1-800-BLACK-ASS-WHIPPING. Call now if you're dealing with white harassment. <laughs> yeah, man. Get this white harassment ass out of here, bruh. Alright. Y'all know what segment we about to get into. Oh, my goodness. We about to get into the sad segment. And you know what? You know what? We about to get into this right here. You feel me? And I actually like this season, and it was only part one of it. Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1, on Netflix. Oh, my goodness. Got to give it a damn hand clap, because I, I, I like this season. You feel me? I like this season. Fuck that. We going now, this season was incredible, you feel me? I with it. And only gripe that, it, you know what, before I get my gripes and stuff, let me give you the stats because I'm a damn stat teacher. IMDb gave it an 8.7 and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 92%. So you know what I say to those critics when they kind of agree along with me? Frick them, all right? The people gave it a 96%. Kudos to everybody, all right? We all in cahoots. This came out May 27, 2022, and then the second part is going to come out in July, you feel me? It's written by the Deezer Brothers. <laughs> I don't know why I say the name like that. I just feel that's how they are, bro. The Deezer Brothers. <laughs> All right, man. You know what? This cast was outstanding, bro. You already know the cast, bro. Millie Bobby Brown. She was 11. Ben Wolford, Mike Willer, you know what I mean? They had David Harbour. He was Jim Hopper. His storyline was crazy. They actually could have done a whole separate goddamn show with his storyline with him in Russia and stuff like that. You had Khalid Macklin, you know what I mean? Lucas. You had Saudi Sink. She was Max. Now, Max was going through a lot. She was going through some turmoil because in season three, her older brother got killed by one of the monsters. Feel me? I mean, the list goes on with this cast. Oh my God, such an incredible cast! And y'all all know this shit started in 2016, so damn, man, it's been around for some years. Oh man, I know, man. That last, that last episode, bro, the part two of the season four, bro. I know that's a lot of motherfuckers gonna cry. Put in the comments below if you're gonna cry. If you, you're gonna be like, oh my God, it's over. Or they might make a season five, the way this shit going. They might make a season five. Because the storyline don't seem like it's going to tie in all together. With, they're basically about to have two episodes. 
but the episode is gonna be like two hours long. Mini movie, and now okay, that was one thing that was happening with this season. They made less episodes, but they made these episodes long as hell. God damn, these episodes are hour and thirty minutes. Jesus Christ! I'm watching mini movies, bro. These ain't even episodes; these are mini films, bro. That was one of my gripes. I'm gonna get my gripes early. Episodes are super freaking long. And the second gripe that I have was that they hopped around from storyline to storyline at times. Kind of confusing, okay? I was thoroughly confused. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Until like ep- like episode three, I started getting it. I'm like, oh. for the long- I ain't gonna lie to y'all, bruh. For the longest, I didn't even know Hopper was Hopper. I'm like, who the hell is this new character they bringing in? <laughs> Ew, Jim Hopper don't know, like, oh, damn, this thing going through hella much. Oh, my God, bruh. Nah, so, y'all know where the storylines start off. Y'all, if y'all don't know, y'all go watch the other three seasons. I'm only going to talk about season four. And uh, so, you know, it starts out where, like, you know, the freaking town, Hawkins, Indiana, Indiana and it got to be one of the worst towns ever. God damn! Indiana, why is your town so shitty? Worst luck town ever. How? How, Sway? Damn! But anyway, so, Eleven, Eleven, she's in California somewhere. So they got her off in California with, uh, what the, uh, with Will. And this nigga, man, Will gets, oh my god, damn nurse, we gonna pull on Will, bro. This nigga act like a little bitch. God damn, so I can, this nigga all is, is acting like a hoe. Alright. And then the rest of the crew, they back in Hawkins, they bring in new characters such as, uh, uh, Jonathan. He a new character. You feel me? Um, he was like, uh, what you call it, bro? Like, the older high schooler that's like, he's a misfit, but he a cool misfit, I guess. You feel me? <laughs> anyway, so it's uh, it's starting out where um, basically they're they're bringing in this new villain, which the plot twist of this new villain is basically he's the first creation. Of, like, they're trying to make these uh, weapons, uh, bioweapons, basically. That's what they is. And he's the very first one. So they, they give more of a backstory of Eleven backstory and how she was created, where she came from, and stuff like that. And this where it comes in, the, the first, first creation, call it one. They thought, number one, like, was killed, was dead. But actually, he was working in the facility and was taking shit from the main scientist nigga. Like, this nigga, the main scientist nigga was just bullshit. You feel me? So, get the backstory of that. And this new villain, he's powerful as fuck. He, he ended up, Eleven thought she ended up killing all the students and everybody in her goddamn uh, group or whatever. But it ended up being dude. And she tried to protect him, and then she ended up getting hit with the blame because dude wasn't there. He 
blew that nigga out from Diggity. the atmosphere and she was left there standing with her bloody eyes and all that. So, essentially, it also showed Eleven, like, not only in California and her in high school getting picked on by these fucking <laughs> ruthless bullies, but she was also got picked on when she was back in the lab with all the creation. It's like, bro, Eleven's always getting picked on, bro. Eleven's my favorite character. She's always getting picked on. The one time she wasn't picked on was she was in Hawkins. They loved her. Go where you're appreciated, not where you're tolerated. Message. But back in Hawkins, it's like, what happens is the newer character bumps into the cheerleader chick and the cheerleader chick is seeing things. And what happens is the villain character is in the upside down world and in the upside down world, he's mind controlling them to see things. And then after a while, when it gets to a point, he kills him. Kills him gruesomely too. Pops him in a pretzel and shit like that. Popping their bones, they joints. I'm like, God damn, this is gruesome. This is a gruesome way y'all killing kids, bro. Do for brothers. What you got to tell us, bro? What's going on? You got something you want to tell us? But I'm saying, bro, like, kill them. Put them like origami. This the bloodiest origami I ever done seen. God damn. Good Lord. Jeez. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. But they think it's the one dude, and then down the line, you start figuring out. They start solving the case. They go back into the Stranger Things mode, and they start figuring out the case and shit, and figuring out it was a dude that's back with the upside-down world, and the, the door with, like, the portal to both worlds has been open, but they're confused because the time frame don't, don't align right. So we might get that answer on part two. But we don't get that answer right now. So the shit is not aligning right time-wise. And the uh, first of the police is not really doing a good job. Like, they try to withhold information. Then information gets out that the cheerleader was killed. And not only was she killed, they think it's this, uh, this one dude. And information get out. So the town's up and on oh, uproar and shit like that and then like you know lucas character this nigga hooping and shit you feel me he he tired of being picked on too and looked at as like not cool so he like trying to get his other homies to you know be cool with him and shit in high school and these niggas like nah bro we gonna keep our essence so he dealing with that eternal struggle then he dealing with the eternal struggle with max and max is dealing with i think the core thing what the 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 villain feeds off of is depression so he feeds off of depression and like you know max is just like mad depressed because you know her brother got killed right in front of her eyes so it's just dealing with that and like the cool thing like one of the cool things about this this season is the effects you see that they budget went up the effects are incredible god damn the effects are wow and one thing I was like, I was surprised that like one of my favorite episodes was episode four and 11 wasn't even in that episode. And the tightest thing is like Kate Bush. Yo, I, I, I was slapping Kate Bush before they slapped the shit on the show and shit. But man, the 
the way they tied it in the soundtracks, the, the, the music that they have behind this season, and how it ties in with everything, just incredible. Ooh! And the way they had that sequence with Kate Bush song going on, and Max is running out the goddamn upside down world because like the dude's trying to kill her ass, and you hear the, hear the music, the music gets her out the trance, and it's running, oh my God, master. He's masterful. Oh my God, bruh. Oh, I shed it a tear. Oh, Lord and Lord. Oh. oh, I shed a tear. It was heartfelt. You feel me? Oh, man. But they're starting to, uh, damn, I got bit by something. Sorry, guys. Shit. Damn. But they're starting to crack the case, and how it ends is basically you find out that. The villain is actually the first creation that this uh these scientists and like basically the army try to create as a bioweapon, and he's actually the one that's terrorizing everything, and he's killing these kids, and when he kills them, it's like he's getting more of his form back, of his human form, and essentially it ends right there on part one, and then you have part two, which will get more of our answers, but to me, so far. This season, so great. The effects are great. The direction that they're getting in is great. The direction is incredible. The storyline is incredible. It's just the only thing is the hopping around at first. Oh, Jim Hopper's story. Let me talk about his shit before. He, they think he dead, but then like, you know, his his shorty doo wop. You feel me? Is like, no, I can't be dead. He sent the letter to, and he's not dead. But he, you know, he's in Russia. As a prisoner of war. And like he befriends this one Russian guard. And the guard trying to help him out. And stuff like that. But what happens is. The guard and Jim Hopper. Gets fucking, uh, backstabbed by this. Little creep looking motherfucker. Or whatever. And it, you know the nigga's going to backstab you. He ain't about to help you escape. He's going to take your money. Take their money. Take everybody's money. And try to, try to escape. You feel me? But uh. What Joyce character, right? She uh she they the uh the slimy motherfucker tried to um you know two time then, but Joyce and what's the other character, bruh? Damn. Hold on, I'ma find this nigga. No, show more of the cast. Show more. I gotta find bro. Cause that nigga funny too. Brett Gilman as Murray Bowman. Murray Bowman. And I'm, these are two funniest characters, in my opinion. And Erica Sinclair. Oh, my God. Goodness. Uh, Prior Ferguson plays her. Oh, my. Them is the two funniest characters, man. You feel me? You feel me, bro? Like, Erica Sinclair is the little sister of Lucas Sinclair. She funny as hell. And then Murray Bowman. Murray Bowman. They they end up whooping bro ass in, in the air, the airplane or whatever. And they land the plane and shit. You know. They had a little storyline. But Jim Hopper, like, we know this shit fake because this nigga going through excruciating pain, trying to break his own ankle and walking on in and re-breaking in, walking on in. It's like, nigga, come on. All right. But they could have made their own show with that nigga. With, with that, what's going on with that? That could have been his own show by itself. But, yeah, they uh, end up, they're trying to save him. And it looks like they're getting close to saving him. And we're not going to know until part two. So that's where that ends off at. With that. And then 
it ends off with we figured out who the f is dealing who number one is actually they call him number one he's still alive he's in an upside down world terrorizing and killing these kids through telekinesis you feel me man i can't wait till part two bro god damn oh it's gonna be good man this is gonna be incredible bro i might have to come back and give y'all part two might have to do that once again man this is stranger things season four part one i can't really give everything because i don't know what's gonna happen at the end or whatever but i had to talk about this bro you feel me and they jumped up kate bush song you know what i mean up the number one on the charts this, this is the point of shows this was it's supposed to do with the music incredible man kudos to y'all bro y'all some y'all doing the thing man great acting Great effects. Great everything. Like I say, man, I don't encourage you or discourage you from watching a show or watching a film or listening to an album. I just give my opinion on it. And if you like it, cool. If not, go kick some Four. rocks. Alright? <laughs> Once again, that was Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1 on Netflix. You feel me? That's the one good thing Netflix is doing, because the rest of the shit they doing, they bullshitting, you feel me? All right, man. Let's get it out of here. Okay. Bam! All right. Y'all <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Ooh-wee! It is. Meantime? Hey, man, let's get into these juicy memes. Oh, my God. All right, bro. So, we talked about white harassment. And who the queen of white harassment? You guessed it right, Karen. I don't know why why we named her Karen. Could have named her Lindsay or anything like that. But Karen, you just got the name. You got you, you got the shit in of the deal. Sorry. <laughs> and so we got in the picture. We got a chick with the Karen cut. And it reads, felt cute. Might speak to manager later. I don't know. <laughs> Man, them Karens be out there speaking to managers quickly. Damn, they don't get their way. Let me speak to your manager. Are they calling the police? God damn. Fast. If she got the Karen cut, she either going to talk to your manager or that law enforcement is a dial away. All right. <laughs> That's the worst haircut ever. I'm telling you, this is a f***ing, this the uh, white female bowl cut. <laughs> All right. We talked about Stranger Things. You feel me? Season it for. And it has, in this picture, a bunch of old motherfuckers, right? All this dirt. Alright? And it reads, Stranger Things Season 4. And they got a point, though. All these motherfuckers old as hell. Now they all grown. These niggas adults. Playing teenagers. They 30 plus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 30 plus, hey, playing teenagers. God damn. Oh my god. Yeah, they looked the hell old. Some of them still kind of look the same, but most of them was like, damn, y'all niggas really growing up, bro. This, the, the dressing in the 80s, the teenagers, they ain't really working, all right? <laughs> god damn. All right. All right, we back to the Karen, because, bro, we know Karens are the queen of white harassment, all right? And it got two people, it got, it got, 
just uh, the regular Karen cut on the left, and then on the right, it got another Karen cut, and it's going to align up with what I'm about to say. And it reads, emo girls were just gothic Karens. <laughs> yeah, they were, bro. Come on, bro. Oh, my God. God damn, they really were gothic Karens. That is the ugliest hairstyle known to mankind. Why? I hate this hairstyle. The Karens ran away with this shit, though. God damn. And yo, emo girls, y'all did have a Karen cut, bro. I don't know why y'all adopted that hairstyle. It's the, the weakest hairstyle known to mankind, like I just said. Oh, man. Ugly. Atrocious. Terrible. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, <sighs> Once again, man, I appreciate y'all, man. If y'all listening or watching, get yourself a goddamn hand clap. Your goddamn numbers are going up. I appreciate y'all, bruh. You feel me? Look, man, if the kids are watching, at least they learning, you feel me? Like I say, I got the best audience out there. I appreciate y'all, man, from the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners. Even the niggas that's hating. I appreciate y'all. Little Timmy. That look like Forrest Whitaker eye. What? I don't know what he look like. He just behind the Abbey. And he, I don't, I don't care about trying to find out what he look like. Little Timmy talking shit. He saying some funny shit. He said I look like the alien from uh, Men in Black. That's pretty oh funny. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, I like that. I like that, little Timmy. <laughs> Once again, I'm your host, Kamal. This is another episode of The Gab. Hey, man, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But I do need to tell y'all to sub and share. Sub and share for your boy. For my potters out there, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud across all platforms. All you got to do is type in The Gab. Or Kamal Johnson ENT, bam, and I'll pop right up, man. Woo! I like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. Link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Fire ass shirts made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. Got fire sweaters. The designs is fire. Hey, man, if it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your ugly ass. On that note, I'm out. Peace out, y'all. Rest all time high. Between Karen's and ugly ass haircuts. <laughs> this was again. This was again.